Hello and welcome to The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. My name is Sierra and in this podcast, nothing is off limits. From my crazy life to yours, it's time to share our experiences and get into those gritty details. Let's get into it. Hello, Pillow Talk family. Sierra here and this is the first official podcast episode of The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. I've been wanting to do a podcast for so long. It's really just taking me a while to get my act together and be in the right headspace for it, which we've all been there. You get it. (laughs) If you just so happen to stumble upon this podcast and you aren't a part of the Pillow Talk Studios family, welcome. This episode is going to go over who I am, what I do, where I came from, and where I am now. So who the heck am I? As I said before, my name is Sierra and I've actually been a photographer for 10 years. I knew from a young age that having an office job wasn't going to be for me. I am way too hands-on. I like having a lot of involvement in what I'm doing and honestly working at a desk just really didn't appeal to me at all. I thought about becoming a nurse, going into the film industry, or just going to university for some type of arts degree. Even though I had thought of all of those possibilities, I truly didn't know what I wanted to do. When I was in 11th grade, I went on a school trip to Nicaragua. A few months before going, my parents used all of their air miles to get me a Canon Rebel DSLR. These cameras were like revolutionary at the time and everybody wanted one. They allowed people to get into digital photography with a DSLR at a really low price point. During that trip to Nicaragua, I really started playing around with that camera. Everything was a photo opportunity to me, whether it was mangoes that had been rained on laying on a bench or some clay pots at a market or even my friends jumping around at sunset at the beach. I was just enthralled with what I could do with my camera and how everything I looked at could be art. When I got into grade 12, I really wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I started looking into different schools. I remember looking at Emily Carr in Vancouver at a four-year photography program. I would have had so much debt from living in Vancouver, I can't even imagine if I would have gone through with that. My family really talked me out of going away for school, which honestly, I don't really regret. It was a dream of mine to live in a bigger city, but seeing how a lot of my other friends struggled once they moved away, I really feel like I made the right decision. I ended up finding a school that was an hour drive from my family's house and they offered a one-year photography diploma program. Next thing I knew, I was going to the campus and toured it with my mom and my Oma. We sat down with admissions, talked it all over, and honestly, within a week or two, I was putting together a portfolio and applying for this post-secondary school. So obviously, I got accepted, and that was 10 years ago now, which is really insane for me to think about. It was a really interesting experience, and I definitely learned what I needed to know to be a professional photographer on the technical side. They did touch on the business side of things, but it was not nearly enough to run a successful business. We did have a business for photography class, which I think ran for three out of the four quarters that I was there for, but it really didn't teach anyone enough to go out and like have a booming successful business right away. They didn't teach you how to get clients, do anything tax wise, or even how to write an invoice. I had to get my mom to show me how to write an invoice. So this may have only been 10 years ago, but you have to remember how relatively new social media was back then. 
there were no courses we had in school on social media. I remember my classmates and myself starting business pages on Facebook <laughs> and getting really excited over like 50 likes or follows on our pages. Even though likes and follows don't relatively mean anything at all, we didn't know that. We didn't have any guidance on that at all. I was also an Android user at the time and Instagram launched for Android in, I believe, spring of 2012. So yeah, this was, like I said, 10 years ago and it really was not seen as a business tool back then. It was like, what's for lunch? Let's show you photos of our lunch. And I'm sure we all remember those good old days. <laughs> the instructors and staff of this school really made us feel like we were going to be able to like get out of school and have a super successful business like right away, which of course wasn't the case at all. Unfortunately, with a lot of schools like this, the success rate is actually really low. I didn't find out until after I went to the school that schools like this are often known as diploma mills. I was 18, pretty vulnerable, and I wanted to be a photographer. They don't really care about how well you did in high school. They just want to take you in, get your money, and get you out as soon as possible. Like I said before, I definitely learned what I needed to on the technical side of things, but they truly missed so much about actually running a business. Just like with any school, some teachers and instructors are great and others not so much. One benefit of going to a school that was local to me was that I was able to keep in touch with a lot of my technical instructors from the school. A few of them are more than happy to answer any bizarre questions I've had throughout the years, which let me tell you, I've had some weird things happen. <laughs> I was also able to learn a lot about wedding photography firsthand by working a wedding season with one of them. It was like a very low paying internship, but the skills I gained were totally worth it. I was determined to have a successful business no matter how long it took. Some of my classmates tried for a year or two after we graduated, but it didn't work out for them and they ended up giving up photography altogether. I knew that giving up just wasn't for me. I wanted to share my talents with anyone that would allow me to. So after graduating from photography school, I needed to make money. I literally had like $100 or $200 in my bank account at the time as I chose not to work during school as it was a pretty intense program. That led me into working retail full-time for about seven years. During my time in retail, I always worked at growing my photography business on the side. I had the opportunity to open my first studio in 2015, which really made me feel more established and well-seen. I was booking photography jobs on pretty much every day I had off. I was doing every type of photography to really figure out where I belonged. I was doing families, headshots, concerts, weddings, real estate, and more. It was insane. In 2015, I dipped my toes into boudoir. Boudoir was a lot different back then. Kind of think about it as like 80s glamour shots, but without the bad hair. It was also really popular to do boudoir marathons. Basically, you do like 10 shoots a day for a really low cost, which sure, I gained experience, but this was a horrible way of running business. The burnout from these sessions made me feel like I definitely didn't want to shoot boudoir for some time. I don't regret my time working in retail at all. I worked at Target Canada for a couple years when that was a thing. I worked at a candy store and that was just so much fun. I even worked as a phone salesperson for a while too. 
Honestly, these experiences are partially why I became successful. For a time, I thought I would thrive working as a phone salesperson as well, but honestly, it was the most mentally draining job I ever had. I'm going to be honest and say I was on commission for these jobs, but these commissions actually weren't that great. Phone sales can be a really morally challenging job. For example, at one of the places I worked, it was an electronics store, but also was owned by a large mobile company. So the idea was that we should be trying to sell phones to anyone that walked through the door. For example, based on true circumstances. <laughs> if a 90-year-old woman came in looking for a watch battery, we were supposed to try and sell her a phone. They had really sneaky sales tactics on how to get phones into any conversation. So, because my paycheck depended on it, I really tried to do this for a while, but I felt so shitty doing it. I never felt right doing it, but that's how the money was made. My manager would always say things like, if you sell them a $25 a month flip phone, you'll make $5 off of it, which really isn't that great of money. <laughs> they always tried to make it seem like it was easy money. But as I would watch my coworkers sell these phones and phone plans to these elderly people in particular, we would always have family members come back and be enraged that we would take advantage of these old people and sell them something they couldn't afford or didn't want. During my time at that store, I hit an all-time low. Shit hit the fan with my relationship and I became seriously depressed. I'd also come down with some type of virus that had me brutally ill for weeks. It was one of those that made everything hurt, all of my bodily functions were out of whack, I actually got so stressed out at this time that I was losing hair, which is crazy, I couldn't eat, you know, we've all been there. At some point when all of this other stuff was happening, I received a one-off inquiry to do a boudoir session. It had actually been quite some time since I had done one, and I took a couple of days to think about it. Like, was this really something I wanted to do? I ended up taking the booking and it changed my life. Something sparked in me during that session. I had so much fun directing my client, making her feel good. Just honestly, the whole experience was just everything I actually was really missing in my life. So after that session, I started the Pillow Talk Studios exclusive VIP group on Facebook. I started advertising boudoir getting friends in to build my portfolio. I was really, really enthralled with this whole process of becoming a boudoir photographer. I truly believe that because I was at such an all-time low in my own life, I found such joy in bringing others happiness and love to themselves. I was at that electronics store and phone sales position for a couple of years and my life was getting brighter. I found what I wanted to do, I just needed to find a way how to do it as a full-time career. Then an opportunity came up for me to work at a web development company. I was making websites, I was running social media pages, it was honestly really fun. Unfortunately, that was short-lived for a number of reasons that came down to really poor business management and planning. That could really be a whole podcast episode on its own because it's a truly wild story. So technically, I got laid off from that job literally two or three days before going to my best friend's wedding in California. So here I was at the airport sitting on my phone looking at Indeed for a job. 
<laughs> like, why does this happen to me? It was so crazy. I ended up doing a Facebook shout out and being like, hey, does anyone have any leads on jobs? And an old friend reached out to me and said, hey, I have a job for you doing phone sales. Was this what I wanted to do with my life? Of course not, but it was a way to pay the bills. At this point, I was already considering going full-time with my photography business, but I just wasn't mentally there yet. At this point, my photography business was really picking up a lot too. I was booked almost every weekend for both Saturday and Sunday, sometimes after work on my weekday job too. And after my weekday job, I was staying up until 9 or 10 o'clock at night, editing, working on my business, all of that jazz, just because I didn't have any other time to. I was probably working around 80 hours a week, which is insane looking back on it. I remember my now fiance coming into my office and being like, hey, it's 10 o'clock, come to bed, you've worked enough today. And I would fight back. I truly did not understand a work-life balance. In early 2019, I ended up hiring a photography mentor for a one-on-one -on -one session. I knew at this point I wanted to shoot boudoir and go full-time, but I just didn't know how. So for this mentor session, I got to ask whatever I wanted. It was pretty much like nothing is off limits kind of thing. So I wrote down all of my little questions in a book, but of course the biggest one was, how do I go full-time? And when I asked her this, hey, how do I go full-time? She replied with, quit your fucking job, which... Honestly, I should have expected this type of answer, but it's something I needed to be told. Nobody in my life was ever going to say to me anything like this. Your family and friends won't ever tell you to leave stability to pursue something you might fail at. Even after this call, it took another few months and some pretty traumatic life events for me to actually quit. On May 30th, 2019, which just so happens to be my birthday, I got a call around noon from my dad that my Oma had had a stroke. On my birthdays, she was always the sweetest and would call and sing to me happy birthday, usually before noon. I had kind of a weird feeling when she hadn't called by noon, but I knew she would just call me at some point during the day. The next few days were pretty awful. We didn't know what was going to happen with her, and honestly, I spent most of my time crying. I had a wedding book that weekend, which honestly, I was very thankful for at the time. It helped me take my mind off of things just for a day. She did survive the stroke, however, she did have permanent brain damage, which led to more stress and hardships over the next couple years. I went to work at the phone store the following Monday, and I thought as I was sitting there, why the fuck am I here? This job wasn't serving me anything besides a mediocre paycheck. I'm not even kidding, the money wasn't great at all. I was just stuck in this cycle because it was the easy way and the norm. Over that week, I really started thinking about my life and what I had missed over the years because I was working retail and photography for 80 hours a week. I was missing out on a lot of life events for years and years. I worked every holiday, every long weekend, my birthday, family's birthdays. I missed seeing friends who had come into town. You name it, I missed it. I wasn't living for myself. I was living for a shitty job. I believe I gave my two weeks notice the following Tuesday. I was just done. So with everything that happened in my life, I didn't follow the traditional way of preparing to quit my job and go full-time with my own business. I think I had maybe five or six bookings for the entire summer, let alone the rest of the year. There's always people saying, well, you should have three months of expenses saved up just in case, which honestly, when you're only working for a few dollars over the minimum wage and charging pennies for your photography, this really isn't attainable. 
I want to say I maybe had $1,000 in my bank account. So it was an I'm going to make this work thing or I was going to have to go back to retail or go back to school for something else. That was back in June 2019, and here I am now. It is April 2022, and I can proudly say my business thrived during a global pandemic. Like, who knew that was going to happen? I photographed around 80 amazing clients in 2021 alone. I opened up a new studio this year in January 2022, and I'm here to tell the tale about everything I've accomplished and more. Yeah, it took a while to figure out what the hell I was doing, but I made it, and it's been so satisfying. I was met with a lot of self-doubt and people who didn't believe in me along the way. You can fight past all the doubts and non-believers. Your dream life is possible. That is the end of today's episode, and I just want to thank you all for joining me for the first episode of The Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. I promise the next episode will not be me talking about myself the entire time, and there will be an array of different topics throughout all of these podcasts. I hope you all have a magical day and I can't wait to bring you a new episode soon. Bye. Thank you for joining the Real Talk with Pillow Talk Studios. You can find us on Instagram at Pillow Talk Studios and in our Facebook group, Pillow Talk Studios exclusive VIP group. I cannot wait to share another episode with you soon. Bye.